this is true. Um, at Scores Baltimore was home to the only, uh, you know, quadriplegic stripper mm. who went by the name Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just sp- figured that, like, picture that bitch taking the spin. And I just, <laughs> just got this smile on her face, like, just gangling, just. Octopus she made money. Dude. She made no, money. No doubt she did. I want to go give her some right now. That's what I'm saying. Look turn about. her around like a sundial. <laughs> 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 want to move her around so she doesn't get bed sores. Now, oh, I'm meeting brunch with my people though. The homie Doc just cooked up a feast and we about to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the poutine. Daddy is rolling blow dream and boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture, cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, not as always, my new co-host, Hannah Rushline. I was trying to remember your middle name so I could throw a middle initial in there. Two. I know. Wait, was it M? What is it? Lee, L-E-E, first one. Yeah. Marbella, that's, M-A-R-B-E-L-L-A. That's, that's the one I forgot, Marbella. <laughs> Marbella, that's my mom's maiden name, and in the Philippines, they'll sometimes give their kids... Their maiden names as middle or second middle names. So your name is Hannah Lee Marbella Rushline? Yeah, no doubt. It's a mouthful. Dude. R- rolls right off the brain. <laughs> and, uh, are the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce, boss of Indianapolis, and the last broke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Hey there, Hardies. And then a very, <laughs> I don't like very that. special, I would say maybe the most uh, long time returning champion we've had in studio. I think I think you were on like the third ever episode of Heart of Brunch. Uh, comedian, uh, actor, uh, provocateur, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nude model, mm-hmm. Brad Riggler. Oh, yes, yeah, that's Riggler with one G. <laughs> it's a soft G. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying, but I'm sure it's funny culturally. Welcome back to the program, uh, Brad. You were on your. You were here. When we just had the cell phone in the middle of the Dude, table. I do remember that. I thought you were making fun of me. I thought I was like, you really had this in a show. Like, yeah, you're on a podcast, dude. It's like, no, you're just laughing at me. You guys are stoned and living room calling me up. So like, yeah, except we're recording it. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. And it was a very empty, it was a room where my neighbor, my roommate had just moved out. Really? And so it was just an empty house. Oh, dude, house. it was. It looked yeah. like, you looked like you just got a divorce, yeah. dude. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, and like, like, it's like, we were just in the middle of a card table in the middle of this like nice living room and there's like an ornate fireplace and nothing's there. I'm like, what's going on? It's like, nothing. One out of every, <laughs> like, one out of every three pods on the market right now comes out of a divorce. <laughs> it is, dude. There, there were was, a lot of folks there trying to fill in the gap. There was a three-month period where I looked like I lived in a Dexter house. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a lot of plastic wrap. And a lot of like, uh, imagine when I was getting like female guests over. They were walking yeah. in like, what the it hell? It wasn't much, in? but imagine. <laughs> this is the part of the show where you use your imagination. That yeah. was waffles and uh, chicken. Chicken and waffles. Yeah, that was back when we had the waffle dojo. We had a, yeah. a whole, <laughs> well, like. 
I only had one breaker that could hold like the waffle load, like the. I first of all don't say waffle load. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I already, already lost me a waffle dojo. I was like, okay. the smell of cake batter gets me fucking fingered and fondled. Get me out of here, dude. Just kidding. I'd love it. I want, yeah. I want a thick stack of rape pancakes. So we just had a. Here we go. So Sorry, you knew the Sorry, did you ask me to be your co-host? No, Am I home with Big Jake and you lick my clip today? Is this not the energy of your demographic? We uh no, I I had a. a Basically, a whole room that was just dedicated yeah. to a waffle iron. Yes. Like Brad was like, "What is this?" I was like, yeah, it was cool, man. I, I, I know we were drinking hard. Like, I understand what hard brunch meant. We were drinking hard at eleven o'clock. How long ago yeah. was this? What year? This was twenty nineteen. Oh, I'd sobered. I was just wondering. I was like, okay. And uh, yeah, the funniest thing is, I had a back to back. So you left, mm-hmm. and then I had to do a whole new podcast. Yeah, and, and the guests that came in. Yeah, I had to go halfway through. There, there was something happening in the afternoon. I, I absolutely couldn't miss. It was it was something booked. I don't recall what it was. Well, so you I did a, You did a full ball. episode. I did full, but like you guys kept rolling. Yeah, and so we were drunk, and the new guest came in, and the new guest was not drunk. Right, and uh, uh, it was, yeah, and, and they were the not chemistry. Happy with the, yeah, the, the chemistry, chemistry was, was off. off. They were not happy yeah. with it. Was not a. We did not put our best. Foot I love that. that. That was a great show. That was also, I think, the last episode with uh, that person as a co-host. I think they quit after that. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing the person again. Maybe yeah. he's still alive. But you were here. That was, uh, again, 2019. Yeah. And at the time, you were promoting uh, the, the Roast, Roast War Championship. Championship, which is amazing for people yeah, that don't know about it. It's uh, if, if it's it's one-on-one roasting but it has all the uh, in a steel cage in a steel cage that's the thing and that's what people say figuratively are you talking about like no there's actually a steel cage it's on there and it is and you know what it's necessary because you're allowed to throw I sell popcorn that you can throw (laughs) at the comics so anytime you're it's only popcorn you're supposed to throw if you're wondering why I've never done Brad's show (laughs) bare minimum you're having popcorn thrown at you in a literal (laughs) steel cage now I've been trying to book Hannah (laughs) Forever and a day. Ever since I had this thing, and like you know, it's just weird. It's honest to God, dude. It's like booking. It's it's like it's like booking Marlon Brando to do a film. It's like maybe she'll be there, maybe she won't. Just have her lit, and you know, I mean, be ready. I told you I was more interested anymore to do it from a judge's point of view. Yeah, you would be a good judge. Yeah, I would would be a perfectly fine roaster also, but that is just something that like I can have talked over the years of comedy where uh, maybe it's just me getting older Mm -hmm. or recognizing the fragile state of everyone's mental health. Right, you don't want popcorn thrown at you. I'll come out of that cage and fucking skull fuck that dude. Like that's not that's what makes me nervous. Like the the thought of cold hard steel already gets my tits hard. So I'm kind of like, I don't need to be in this kill box (laughs) with some kind of like frat bro that I say just like the wildest things in the recesses of my heart and then river kills himself that's that is something that i could see happening i've thought about it every second that you've asked me those questions and i thought oh do you want to end a gen z life (laughs) you know because you no so i'd love to be a part of your your program i've come and supported I've been in attendance. I've been in attendance. I'm not. I think it's a great thing. 
I'm with you. I always saw it as like I I come from too much of a promoter, and you know what? That's like a boxing promoter mistake, where all I see is a show, but you see the fight, and you're saying to yourself, "Boom!" All I see is the dollars from this event, and you're saying, "No, but it's really a fight. We're really gonna be hitting each other." <laughs> and I'm not kidding, and that's why I'm saying like I gotta have that person in the ring because that's awesome. I understand, and I have the appearance of a ring girl. No, we'd have to have a serious no. So one of the things is like I always try to do it more from like a Tyson fight where it was gonna be a first round knockout, but oh whatever, somebody's gonna show up. That's kind of ballsy. And like that's the way I put it. I figured like that. But what we really need to do is have a super battle. Now, I'm just gonna throw a little thing around this. I know the guy has mentioned it. He brought it up, but he said that he wouldn't, but then he brought it up again. And so I know Patrick Murray said that he would bat, you know, that he had expressed some interest. Now, I don't think that we have to make the battle or am I putting you on the spot at all? I'm just saying that I think we can agree if it were signed as a main event, it would sell some tickets. Oh, me versus Patrick? That would sell a few tickets. Hannah versus Hagrid? <laughs> <laughs> the prodigal chink versus... <laughs> Stoner Samwise Drake, yeah. Put him in a fucking sorting hat and a Grateful Dead t-shirt and I'll come home and I'll unload a clip on every pencil dick on this scene that has ever made me feel some type of way. It'll actually just be pent-up aggression towards Avery and Helium. But Patrick, Patrick will leave Touched by an Angel. I'll tell you that right now. I want Patrick to know, Patrick, if you hear the sound of my cunt voice, I'll be happy to come back home to do that for you. But only because, honestly, like, he and I have never necessarily been, like, homies. Right. But I recognize what he does mm -hmm. and always have right. to be Cocaine? comedy. Yeah. Oh, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Doug, that's completely No fair. question. No question. But, you know, I've never, this was never a, no. an, a matter of that no. at all. So no. I would be more inclined to do something because some parts of the reasons I don't want to be involved in roast also is because especially like in Chicago, they have roast battles of course. at Lincoln Lodge and I've been asked to do them. But it's like, I also don't like roasting people I don't know. Right. Because even trying to dig stuff up on the internet, yeah. it's so stupid yeah. and it just ends up like weird. Yeah. I tend to like only want to roast people that I know personally. Agreed. Well, you have, yeah, you have some, you, have some understand, rapport, you gotta know each you know, other. Yeah. Even if it's a sharp edged rapport, of course. as with some of them. Yeah. Still, you, wanna, you gotta have a knowledge. You gotta have something familiar with it because that's what it is. It's not physical. So there's gotta be uh, over, you know, the course of three minutes, you, 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 gotta, you gotta know something about him. You gotta feel comfortable. Even for Patrick to want to, to right. come into battle with me in the first place, you know, I take, uh, like, it, that's good. That for is me. good. It makes me smile. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. Like, oh, yeah. You are. You have to recognize me as a worthy adversary. Of course. Oh, I think that. Now, I think again. He. He. You know. He was him in a hon and this started. But he brought it up to me. I never brought. I said, "Hey, listen. I'm offered an extraordinary amount of money, especially for what we're talking about, and the amount of time we're talking about. And uh, I, you know, I mean, like, I'm. I'm dead serious because I think it sells tickets. I think he was a promoter. Are you kidding me? Would you? I mean, like, I think I sell tickets on that. Yeah. Well, and that's the one thing. This that off I, that main event, I think I get over a hundred tickets paid. One of the things that I really like about the uh, twenty dollars a ticket championship, e easily, Brad, is Easy. that this is something that you take on the road. You go to you go to other markets, yeah, and you get their local comics right. invested in it. I actually sold the license. Or I'm leasing the license uh, to a guy, Chris Carrado, in North and South Carolina. So he runs Roast War Championship under the rules and the agreements of him being a sanctioned body of said organization. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And so, like, he's doing it down there, and then we do one show a year down there for Roast Mania, bring the cage. And so, like, I'm setting up, I do a great show in, uh, uh, in Louisville, 
You know, I had, and so well, I have a great thing down there. The one place I really, honestly, I don't have a handle. I have, it's just like we were talking about earlier. You want to get any respect, leave town. Mm-hmm. Because in my home st- city, Indiana, I don't really have a solid place that I can get. I know I could do it, but like, do I have a home where I'm like, okay, this is something I've, I feel comfortable, like that same spot? I don't have that here. This is the only city we're active mm-hmm. in that we don't have that. And so, like, uh, I think that, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm not, I'm not going to do it regular because people know it or they don't. Uh, and um, I would like to do big battle just yeah. like that, you know, and like run like a, like a fight, like a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, we do it. And part of the fun, because it's only three minutes each person, right? So part of the fun should be the buildup, the professional wrestling promotion, the buildup mm-hmm. to get there. And so I think that'd be all. So that answers your question. I was doing the Roast War Championship. Yeah. That's what I came on. And it's at Roast War Champ on, on, on a social media. I just, I love the theatrics of it. Yeah. I love, I love the fact that it's so much of it's like, it is roasting, but it's yeah. also like WWE. Like yeah. there's so much like trash talking that goes, like you said, the build up Before. and everything. It's amazing. Uh, well, that was uh, four years ago. Yeah. What did you come here to talk about today? Sorry, I came here because Naptown Films has cast me, Brad Riggler. As uh, one of the leads in this this season's web series they put out, which is hashtag, it's better just to go to at Naptown Films um, at uh, YouTube. Nap, this is the second one of the second season, and uh, I'm the uh, I'm one of the leads. I'm Chomp Champ. Chomp Champ. It actually, this is why I think it works for you, right? Because <laughs> the guy is he's obsessed with I get mukbang. Is that weird? Mm. Is you know have you heard of the mukbang? It's where they. Like amp themselves up uh, eating, right? The right. amp, yeah, yeah. Mukbang videos. There's like, dudes, I don't know. What Zach, do you mean? Zach knows about mukbang. What are mukbang videos? What are you? What, what are you talking? I don't know. No, I think you just like they eat a bunch of food, and it's kind of just like a vlog where they talk and stuff like that. And but eat. they're eating while they're doing it. Yeah. Some people like take it t- kind of to the extreme. <laughs> Like, I've seen people do it with, like, a bunch of, like, you know, like, McDonald's they, or whatever. Don't but. they turn the sound up so you can hear all, like, the... Is that I think something that's else? ASMR. Oh, okay. That's slightly okay. different, yeah. I'm Muk- sure there's mukbang ASMR where you can listen to them chewing. So mukbang is just eating and talking? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this guy goes on, he's doing that thing, and it's about how he's being manipulated by his audience who doesn't care about him at all and begins to be radicalized. Okay. And just goes on this whole thing, and he's just obsessed with getting views and getting views and doing whatever the audience wants. And eventually, he ends up actually becoming an actual, really, a cannibal. Okay. Um, at the end, it's a progression. You get to see, as, as an actor... I like to take the audience on a journey. Yeah. Okay. And so I like to begin one place where I'm just some asshole. Okay. Which everyone who likes me can relate to. <laughs> yeah. And then it end up someplace completely different. In this case, it would be a cannibal who, who consumes the person by what we discussed one other episode, which is, uh, I believe you, you phrased it as uh, ethical cannibalism. Oh, yeah, ethical. We've talked about that a lot on the show. <laughs> I, I honestly, I like that hero's journey for you from, <laughs> from tracksuit to triumph. I think it's, uh, it's beautiful. I'm on a similar wonky trail. <laughs> That's going to be my, my uh, autobiography's title. I'm stealing that. Dude, I'm an English major. I'll happily ghostwrite your batshit life. I know I, I know Whatever you've told us, there's 58,000 things you're still got piled away. If you don't know if you're allowed to tell people. I wish that were so, true. So what is the tone of this? Is this a comedy? Is yeah. this a horror movie drama? It's a comedy. So it's a comedy. Dark, Town, dark comedy? They have a theme. Now, Naptown Films are these two, the two filmmakers. Um, they're brother and sister. And one of them is deaf. 
laugh. And I don't mean like in 90s, that's awesome to me. I mean, like literally. And so, but she's actually a brilliant, you know, she's a brilliant filmmaker. Her brother, Aaron, fantastic filmmaker. And like they come up with a theme and they have all these different random themes. I think they're really influenced by Portlandia and things like that. Mm. And so at the end, it begins the season with like about four storylines. And then by the end of the uh, uh, season, the run, it all runs together into one final thing where all everything interacts. And it's really it's 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 a very cool um, thing. But you also have a lot of different a lot of different storylines that start. My storyline is all about that. The mukbang and being kind of radicalized and kind of going crazy. I'm chomp champ and I bring my my belt and I slap it. We're going to get into it. So it's like cannibalism crash. Yeah. Well, no, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, just, yeah, it is. I'm high and just absorbing. It's True. What you're saying out your mouth hole. Yeah, like what well, the chick, the, the girl who's like the mukbang star of Andy. She supposedly had, you know, she got basically got an eye for me. I don't know what she saw, but she saw a lot of it. And because you're the champ, <laughs> she got an eye for. And so I go and I say okay. And so she turns out she has a particular philia. Which is where she likes the idea of being consumed. Mm. That she gets, I guess, her off. And so she does this whole thing where she's got, the, she's like uh, in charge of it all. Cause like, I really don't want to. Yeah. But she's, it's very weird. So she's the one manipulating me to do eat her. Oh. And so, like, we have, yeah. So it's also yeah, a love story. That long to so Naptown Films is there was this the thing that a bunch of comics were doing last year too? Yeah, and, okay. Tyson Cox. Yeah, yeah Tyson yeah. Cox. And Tana, and Tana was in it as well. Tana, of course, believes every everything about me that is bad in the universe. You know, yeah, well, <laughs> she does. Tana, like uh, my buddy, she thinks the tracksuits are creepy. No, well, <laughs> I, I don't know if everybody thinks that, but it's I could see. I'm some. just asking only tennis. Yeah, it was just Tana. <laughs> no, what's funny is I remember you. I remember the late. Um, you you remember? Uh, oh God, you. You know, somebody, I must have caught up on some secondhand marijuana smoke. Nolan Miller. God yeah. bless, I knew yeah. you. I was wondering what ghosts you were about to conjure. No, no, no. R.I.P. Nolan, for <laughs> real, for real. For real. <laughs> well, Nolan, what being funny as he was, he told Tenna that I was, um, that I owned Brad's, no, Brad's, <laughs> I believe it was a Brad's strip club in town or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So she, he told, he told Tana that I was that brat <laughs> and what? she believed it. And so like, I think he did it as a joke to start, but then she believed it. And he was like, really? Like, wow. Like maybe and then he just kept on going because he's like, I just, this is too good. If you really believe. And she was a hundred percent sure it was true. I mean, I'm not sure it's not true. <laughs> I mean, I you, I, my bank Wait. account would tell you it's not. To be honest, it, that would have made me think you were cooler yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever the three stripe adidas yeah. boys that you're rocking at crackers couldn't do for me if you would have presented me with the ability to like leave a mic where i can't say the f word right. and then go sit in fiona's lap i would dude Brad, i, I would have been upset go that buy you, that you never offered right to bring me now. there like, come I'm on man <laughs> I thought we were cool. You can't can't get bottle service? That works? Everybody, that must have been it. Everybody thought that guy was a strip club. He never mentions it. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, whatever, dude. I'm like. I don't want this to besmirch my comedy career. Yeah. Now he didn't mention it because Ben's been dancing there the whole time. <laughs> it's just to protect Ben, but get him through. You got to get some money. To man. Hollywood. Get money out there. Get it. <laughs> you seen him on F-Boy. Put your hands together. <laughs> Sliding down the pole. Ben Blitz. You might know him from espresso. <laughs> yeah. I was actually a strip club DJ for many years. I believe that. Hell yeah. I was. 
Uh, Baltimore scores. Baltimore scores. Baltimore with a Z. Scores. No, no Z. It, it shouldn't be. It's like it scores New York. Remember, you were, it was big time on um, on Howard Stern back in the day. It was his favorite strip club, Scores. And so, like, <laughs> then they bought like Scores, like you know, franchise. Sure. And so this was Scores Baltimore. So if if Hannah was uh, one of the dancers there, and you were the DJ calling her. How would you how would you introduce her? Oh, let's see here. No, I wouldn't do it, you know, because like it's unfortunate she's in the position you see. I wouldn't tell her. I would, because I would, it would be, all be very offensive. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't use a real name. I would use something like Austin. I would call her something like Austin Cream Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know why Austin Cream Pie is so much no, grosser than Boston Cream Pie. Right? <laughs> It just seems like it's hotter. It's yeah. been left out in the sun. Oh it is. It's God. been sitting in front of Mothership on 6th Street, <laughs> right next to the cop horse shit. No, I tell you what, she would be. A, you would rule the roost in this in the uh, in the ladies' rock locker room. I mean, I really was just trying to get you to do a strip club DJ voice oh, more, oh, more than I, I, evaluate. Isn't that what I've always yeah, been bring, doing? Stripper bring abilities. me up as the Hoosier heater or trailer man. No, no, the Hoosier heater is definitely it, dude. That's sure. bringing up kind of the. <laughs> we'll come up to uh, last. Come up to last dance with Mary Jane. Yeah, you know, just anything. Well, we have to get him with something real good. Probably kickstart my heart to get him on stage for about forty-five seconds. Then take him down to a level you can maintain for three minutes. Ball with the ball. Something yeah, crazy. boom. That's what we say. Something spicy. Dude. Drop the house yeah. lights. Hit the hit yes. the strobe. Yeah. Bada bang, 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 bang. All, uh, it's all hybrid theory. It's <laughs> really go straight into the Jay-Z Lincoln Park yes. mashup. And then they're like, oh, that bitch actually is 40 years old. Based on the song she's come out to for the last year, her appearance seems 26, but everything screams a lot older than that. I went into my first strip club uh, yeah. two days. I think it was like two days after my 21st birthday. Mm -hmm. I went in on a Sunday afternoon. Ooh day shift by myself to a strip club on the west side and so i'm newly minted 21 and i remember i walked in and there was a lady and i she definitely was a That's lady a good way to go she was a good start she was a, a grown lady mm -hmm. and i walked in and she i just remember she leans down and she goes Hey, honey, you want some 40-year-old titties in your face? And I was like, I couldn't imagine something more disgusting. Oh, my At 21 God. years old, 40-year-old oh my God. 40 year old to know, ma'am, I do not want Oh, my God. Well, she just sold it wrong. The marketing, it was the packaging on that. I guarantee you, if titties like, in your face. Hey, honey. my mom's hey, age. Hey, honey, you want some 40-year-old titties? And then you'd be like, where, little boy? I'm sorry they made you come over. Over here from China. in the car. <laughs> Think if you go to the firehouse. <laughs> oh my god! I like how you know that you're not Chinese, but you still misrepresent. <laughs> I mean, I was misrepresented by every like race in this growing up in this state. Like, so I, sorry, but. These are hard. Have you ever been? Have you ever been? Because I'm ambiguous looking. Have you ever got? Have you ever been mistaken for something that wasn't Asian? I mean, if you just oh, for sure. I mean, like, but they're kind of those fringe areas, like Pacific Islander. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they're you know I've heard like we we were talking about like all the different slurs I've been called, but even now starting to do like some podcasts where they have like large viewerships. People really take a they. 
if they see me, if they've never seen me, they're going to make a comment. And the comments have been like funny as far as like the way people view me. Mm. Cause I've got called things like uh, Midwest Aquafina, <laughs> Farm Moana. Oh man. Farm. Han Hill. <laughs> That's not bad. Ron Swanson, Theo Vaughn's cousin, <laughs> sister, wife, brother, lover. Yeah. Looks 22, sounds 62. <laughs> These are just a few of the things that people have said that live rent free in my mind now. But yeah. You want some 62 year old titties? <laughs> you want to go there? Some miles on the thing. I've been trying to think of a clean break place to put an ad for Tinker Coffee in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's why I'm acting like this. Tinker Coffee. Tinker Coffee. <laughs> It's Isn't, pretty good. That's what we're. No, I've been today. actually. I'm gonna actually have a, another cup of Tinker Coffee I've right always now. Loved I've had like three, and what the best part about it is, it's got me awake, yep. but I'm not jittery. Yeah, it feels like that comes from the quality of the beans. <laughs> 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 that may have been one of the best commercials. As he holds the French press like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there goes our Tinker. Yeah, there it goes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Tinker Conduit is my favorite of your blends. Um, I used to drink a literal pot and a half of it opening garden table for two straight years. It's so good. And like, it, I say it every week, but it, it just kind of ruins me for regular coffee. Really? Like when someone offers me a regular coffee, I'm yeah. just like, it's not as good it's as not, it's yeah, never no. as good. Um, they also do a subscription service, so really? you can have Tinker delivered to your door. Use promo code BRUNCH, and they'll throw you a discount on it. Dude, so all I got to do is go in there, and I can get that stuff delivered to my house. Yes. Very good. Do I need to learn to run a fresh a French press, or is there some no, easier I mean, way you can that just a guy like me could make some However you coffee? like to make coffee. I got to tell you, Brad, I think a French press is easier than most coffee machines. Well, yes, but what would my friend say? <laughs> <laughs> I would like my wife to sleep with me sometime. Put it again. behind the false wall with all of the bodies, Brad. <laughs> Look, if you're going to pretend that you have a strip club empire, you're yeah, going to need to start. I'm very bad with a strip club party. Yeah. You're going to need to start using a French press. Hmm. This is true. Um, at Scores Baltimore was home to the only uh, you know quadriplegic stripper mm. who went by the name Lazy Susan. <laughs> I just sp- figured that, like, picture that bitch taking the spin. And I just, just, just got this smile on her face, like, just gangling, just octopus. She arms, made money, dude. She made no, money. No doubt she did. I want to go give her some right now. That's what I'm saying. Look turn about. her around like a sundial. <laughs> want to move her around so she doesn't get bed sores and just oh give her God. the $40 I'm going to make tonight at Helium that I'm going to lose in parking. It's perfect. It's a clown job. Where are you? I'm here for That's what you. I mean. There's only one. Is Lazy Susan still with us? I don't know. I tell you what. She she partied hard. She was a party girl. Dude, dude she was serious. And, the night, and it got weird. And the nights, you know, she didn't get carried away. We'd find her the next morning right where we left her. On that note, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Wake you up. You're in for a treat, Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the After Brunch Podcast. Yeah, I, okay, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, you know, you're. 
Never mind. Go off, Ken. No, you're good. I'm this good. is a I'm safe, safe space. Yeah. yeah, we're all waiting. I'm just thinking, like when you like like in the Special Olympics, like like whoever wins is the asshole, right? Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. Welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. We're here talking with comedian Brad Riggler in studio. Uh, we so we made. I feel like we gotta clear the air here. Okay. Uh, for the audience, go ahead. Uh, you know this. You were very gracious because we were mm. we were plotting to try to get a certain guest on. Yes. And and, and there you, was you played schedule uh, limbo with us, which yeah. was, was, was I really was, appreciate you bringing. Up. I didn't want anybody out here to think that like I was a first choice. <laughs> <laughs> That was my biggest concern. I'm also just a guest co-host. Deck has had bare minimum five podcasts or projects since we've started comedy together, and I've never once been asked for realsies to participate on any level. I think that's more because of my apathy and the fact that, you know, I don't want to be like... Both of you are liars right now. Are you Literally, our first, my first podcast was with you as a co-host. Whatever, I was drunk still. <laughs> That's not my fault. Okay, well, I don't. We're, we're talking about before Christ. Just okay, because so you I, don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Run back the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> run back the tapes. That'll be a whole episode of me just going, oh my gosh. And Brad, what I told Brad was, I said, hey, we're booked out to yeah. November. Right. But it seems like something yeah, that you, you want me on earlier. You, you said, wanted you to come. It? You wanted to come on now and, and yeah, talk about the Sunday tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow is a Sunday, um, and besides for that, it is also the premiere of my newest episode of uh, Naptown's Films hashtag, which is featuring me. So like, to, I'm I'm they're releasing that tomorrow. How many episodes uh, are out now? Well, I think they've got like seven, or I think they've got like I think this is number. This is probably number four or five. And um, I've been in two, so I'll be okay. in every other one or Not so. Not all of them are but, regular but, focused. And they're all, but when I'm on it, it's all about me. Okay. How long are the episodes? It's about seven minutes, between three oh, and seven. That's, I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. I was, yeah. was going to look yeah. at you and say, like, you know, like, it's with great. The, oh, good for you, and I'm happy for you. Right. But, like, me it. actually consuming it, props not. No. I got a, well, you know, depends, a raging you know. ADHD and other things. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think like it's good seven, over 10 minutes. Three to seven, mm. I can consume. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. You pop on. It's right there in front of you. You can watch it on your um, on your mobile device or any which way you want to. It's funny. And also, there are some really talented filmmakers who are working here and cast people. And so if you're interested in ever getting into that, these these folks or the Naptown Films, they'll, you know, if you if you get with it, you want to do it, then maybe you could probably be on uh, maybe not the level that I am. But I'm like, you know, that's not a problem. If you just want to be in my orbit, yeah, you got to hold it. Or if you just want to support somebody locally who's doing their best and working real hard uh naptown films is awesome aaron and his sister fantastic filmmakers nothing but respect on both now now so you do i mean i guess both of you uh do comedy and Mm. you both don't act hannah's been in a movie that's like playing at can can and stuff really i Um, have an imdb i didn't even know and i just like every now and then will google myself like twice (laughs) a year just to make sure a butthole's not popped up (laughs) from a a salacious of subscriber that it's upset because they're not getting their 9-11s worth a month. Oh, damn. <laughs> but either way, you know, God is good and we'll see. But I check it out every, every now and then. And mostly it's just like podcasts and certain other things, you know. But I've yeah. had 
certain things that I just like don't think about too much because like I don't identify as an actor or right. actress. Like I want to do that more. Right. I want to write television, but I still have not yet. So, right. but I have done these things where I just like. I put them out of my mind and I go to the next dumb dick thing that I'm right. doing, but then I'm like Googling the other day and I'm like, oh, bitch, you've got an IMDb. You know, that but it's like awesome. one of those things where What's it's like, it's film? not a big deal, but it's just more like, oh shit, that's the thing though. Yeah. It's called, um, it happened one weekend. They shot it in black and white okay. here completely in the city. Okay. But yeah, it's been at KNKN, the film festivals, like that's the awesome. New Jersey Heartland or whatever. I got to see it for the very first time. When it screened in a Brooklyn movie theater. Wow. You were in Brooklyn, New York, yeah. and it just happened to be there? or Yeah, there or they arranged it. Some of the crew actually bases in um, New York now. Right. And one of them named Taylor, who was like my head of video um, on that particular movie, I became friends with like he and his wife, and they're like a, a like group of people I stay with when I go to New York. And they let me crash there. And like the movie poster I'm on is in their basement. Really? And their kids are like point, you know, playing wow. around it. And I'm like, oh, it's my idiot face. That's awesome. So it's just, but those kinds of like little relationships. But yeah, it screened in New York and I happened to be doing dates at the stand and it just got to like see it on a big screen there. And That's it just awesome. kind of just showed me how like little tiny everything is, even though I'm aware of that. But still, it's one of those like very right. insular moments where you're like, oh, so wait a minute, wow. hold on. Walk me through. Everybody else got smaller because you were in a movie? <laughs> Hannah plays in this in this film. Hannah plays a sweet girlfriend, which is really acting. No, that, that is serious. You do I not. I mean, I was. Oh, I got wow. broken up with. I wasn't in it very long. It was just a little part, you know. Yeah. My name was Abby. I, to be honest, like I had no idea how to prepare for being in a movie, so I did what you shouldn't do, which is. uh not read through it. <laughs> um, I just treated it like I do my comedy, and I'm like, I've been kind of like winging that shit, and I turned it into a, you know, yeah. seven-year professional yeah. sort well, of thing. Like, These aren't the lines. <laughs> well, the nice thing is when I got in there, they did let us know that we had, like, the ability to improv a little bit. <laughs> like, good. To get I loose. Yeah, because I was reading it at you and Thad's house, the old mm, one over yeah. there in Irving, the other part of Irvington. Yeah. And I just like started reading because I thought I had a bit part and I did, but it was still like 25, 30 lines, which That's is not, not a, bad. you know, so I but was hey, just, uh, you, you can't park there. I started reading but I, you I can't pulled park it together. There. <laughs> I pulled it together. So why can't I hail a taxi this town? <laughs> <laughs> and you're wrapped. Is that you played a black Man, guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's acting. Insane. Theater. Um, so, Brad, uh, well, I guess I'm asking you, someone okay. that dabbles in, in acting and, and stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't you, dabble. You don't dabble. But a full, complete do you, strokes. Uh, do you enjoy both, like, equally? Is there Because, like, I feel like with acting, there's so much... Hurry up and wait. Right. There's a lot of waiting around. Well, comedy of- for me, for comedy for me is like, I like the fact that this is the one thing it's like with comedians is like, it's you. Like, it's, I'm in control of it. Yeah. I can perform when I want to. I haven't got to wait to be cast or see if I have a chemistry with this person, blah, blah, blah. The right story's got to come on. The actor is pretty much the last person who has any control over any of that. You don't usually control who you're with. You don't control the story other than, you know, where it's going or how it's cut or any of that sort of stuff. But when you go and, and up on stage outside of a few outside influences as a comedian, you're in complete control. It's your show. 
I love that you say that because to be honest, in these kinds of like next chapters of my life, mm -hmm. I'm more inclined, I've found, to want to act a little bit because yeah. like I've spent my whole life crafting what's become this like living, walking character, human right. brand coming into myself, right. you know. And because of that, I'm and I'm running everything in my program still and not having money yet. It's like I'm I'm like frazzled a lot and I'm decision fatigued. And I don't always want to be the main character energy. Right. So acting has become something on my mind in the slow burn where I'm like, oh, I would love for these next, you know, X, Y, Z years coming to be able to get involved in those kinds of projects. Because, like, I have this more desire to have, like, a submissive point of view as opposed to just, like, being the way I have as right. kind of this dom a collaborative, a, you know, a dom energy. Yeah, it's but a yeah, collaboration. Being able to come in and be told what to right. do, not have to be like, oh, because even when I'm doing comedy, it's like we're booking lineups. Right. We're doing all this kinds of stuff. I rarely can just go in, plug in, say the lines and walk away. Even tonight hosting for Jay, right. I have to run every part of that Nitro Circus. Right. You know, there's no. So to just be to able to come in like I did with that and be Abby for a second. Yeah. You know, and have them put mics on me right. and move me the way I wanted to be. I found that I like was like, oh, my God. This is so refreshing. Right. I don't have to spearhead my own projects. Yeah. I can, you know, yeah. you wrote this already. Yeah, exactly. So if I, you don't like what, I, what was written, oh it's not God. on me. It's like, oh I didn't write that. I never talked to that. I didn't write this garbage. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know. Talk I just got to get to work. Russell Brand's like, I'm just playing a rapist misogynist. <laughs> <He's> like, <"This laughs> and then later on, we're like, yeah, okay. The same okay. with Delia, buddy. We saw, the, we saw workaholics. Hey, I forgot. You have to wear these when Dad's not here. Oh, my God. Oh, that's fine. Does he wear it the whole time? Yeah. Oh, my God. We've been missing that, huh? So, well. Yeah, but I like it. I tell you what. I always thought you know like filmmaking is also another whole thing i like working with filmmakers who have like a, they want something to say like the best is i knew what these guys wanted to say last season mm -hmm. and i got the message that they were getting through when i read the um when i read the script i was like okay i get what they're going with this i know what they wanted from me mm -hmm. and so i was like okay cool i read it i knew what they wanted to see and so i gave them what you know i know they're happy with what i did because i knew what they wanted and i was willing to give them all of that yeah and have fun with it and go a little bit funky like especially especially them because they let you get improv and go off and do your own thing and be like okay i have an idea like i brought in the the i of course wear the track suits mm -hmm. and of course i wear the, the i bring the championship belt and i have one a driving glove on and i'm like i'm chomp champ let's get into it and i go i'm chomp champ that's my whole thing and so eventually i start every time i introduce myself i'm always like hey i'm, I'm chomp champ you know and every bit of time it's awesome and but like i'm obsessed i need people to want watch me right yeah. and so like these people who are the most vocal these 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 very toxic forces online or basically coming in try, trying to like make me raise what I do to get views mm -hmm. and I get addicted to it and uh, then it allows me to you know be corrupted like be corrupted and taken down a very dark path which of course is consuming another human being ethical approved or not <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm very excited. Uh, I want to check out these Absolutely. episodes. What's, what's the first episode you're on? Uh, I would say, I think it's episode three. Episode three. Episode okay. three. And you, you can't miss it. I'm on there. But tomorrow, Sunday, I'll be back out. Um, and uh, it'll be back out on there. And then, of course, we'll go on for another couple weeks. But I love it. I also love the fact that anytime, like, we got the best pot. I'm on the best podcast in Indy. All right. When do you go on that one? 
<laughs> I know. I was like, "Who's got the best?" Yeah, everybody looked at me. There was no you're going on Prime Junkies. Like, oh are you promoting God. somebody else's show? I was like, "Regular, you're doing McAfee. <laughs> like, awesome. Is, that's awesome. <laughs> Ask him if I can come make picks like Shane Gillis. Uh, who do I have to know? His wife. Uh, I do. <laughs> that's awesome. I know, but I'm like laughing. I'm not. That studio that is here in Indianapolis. Yeah, somewhere. right. I believe it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure they because they base out of here. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. They got a daughter now, so I think Pat's a little more like still traveling everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can jet around in a day. It's yeah. not hard. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure they're doing that out That's of here. That's awesome. Which is great. <laughs> and I'm on the best web series. So like I said, boom. Yeah. That's perfect. And so, yeah, I just got to back it back on there. And so I just want to do that. You know, I just love being around. And also, I like working with people. I like getting in this. I love this podcast. I love being able to interact with, you know, the people I respect and who, who I want to interact with and have a great time and have feel that chemistry and they want to create something. And that feels good. You know, at a certain time, you just want to be a part of that. And I love the fact that they have a vision and I can help bring it to life. How long's the wait in between when you record it and when the... A the, long time. Is it? I thought that they were giving me shit. I thought I was cut out of it because they said they're working on special effects. I'm like, <laughs> shut <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're that You're way. like, that's an app. Or like, getting on your phone mic and going... <laughs> Just say you're not putting it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but, what do you need? I mean, <laughs> that is my sizzle reel. That's why you hired me. I can make pew, the noise. Pew. It's kind of defeating the purpose. Your money. Uh, <laughs> feed me. You guys want to hear something interesting? Mm. It better uh, be. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. You put me in sunglasses. And I keep forgetting where I am. I I'm just looking. They fit your face. So, um, <laughs> so you're pretty for a retard. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus, right, right. Every time I'm trying to talk about a sponsor, <laughs> here we go. Brought to you by <laughs> Patio Cat, which is how I behave. Person, yeah. where they put little bits of PBR in the feeding bowl. <laughs> Like this is whiskers. He's so Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever relapse, I'll relapse on your beer. That's your beer. <laughs> uh, the subway that just is the problem. The subway that you like went to at Bloomington. Uh, <laughs> right before I get to do the theater, but <laughs> never do again. Um, good. Can't wait. So the show. <laughs> that was, that was a lot to unpack. Patio cat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be want, patio cat. Sorry for your last relapse. No, seriously. Yeah, anytime awesome people want to try to sponsor me f from here on, I'm going to show this part of the pod as my like <laughs> my my sizzle reel. Yeah, this is what like, I bring this, to the table. And I want you to know this is all I bring to the table. <laughs> Boom. An incomplete improv riff oh style on your. Dude, let me tell you about how embarrassed I am. What I've I wanted to do like sports casting and things like yeah. that. And so I got a local boxing promoter to allow me to come in and shoot and uh, my reel inside his thing, his boxing match. It was pretty cool, and all the different all the different players were there from like the, the Baltimore Ra Ravens. And there was this guy, Chris Redman, who was a backup quarterback. And I interviewed him like that guy's the backup guy for the Ravens. And I had to ask him his name three times. I kept forgetting. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And, but I thought that was so funny. I insisted it be put on my audition reel. Oh. Uh... <laughs> 
And when I, I mean, like, that's just as dumb. I mean, like, I get it. Like, yeah. it's just really, stu- it's like so, so I, every time I hear about that, I think about like, ha, 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 ha. They'll think this is hilarious. They're no, like, dude, no. no, this is your audition reel. I'm like, hey, that's how I couldn't remember the guy's name three times in like two minutes. Brad, I know you're not trying to be inspirational. <laughs> you for sure lit a fire in me that's already been on. Just like that eternal soldier tomb. I've already had an autistic candle burning in my spirit man that says, not today, Satan. We're going to do this the hard way every time. So I will be building one of those reverse highlight reels. That's right. Beautiful. Right? I'm getting management. What the? I mean, they need. Co- they asked me for content. Here it is. <laughs> I mean, here's what I just did, Curtis. Take me out onto the road. Okay? They're, they're never going to ask Shot you ever again. Shot me to the funny bone in Albany and turn. Rochester and let them know. It's my turn. It's my turn at the trough. Find me a local beer sponsor. Is there, is there something like, is there like the opposite, like a de-influencer? Like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the way to go. Listen to me. It is that kind of, you know, like they do. They you pay me deconstruct. This much, you pay me this much to not talk about your products. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Think about it, dude. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> Nobody knows who you are. Get me? So one of the cool things that I, that I was trying to get to <laughs> was that, uh, you know, the TV show Parks and Rec? Yes. So Parks, so we're sponsored by Upland Beer. Right on. And um, drinking a delicious. Actually, it is deli- away right I actually now. have enjoyed my um, Upland Beer here while, since I've been here. Let's um, do it. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, relapsey. Yeah, great. <laughs> Thanks, patio cat. <laughs> I feel like I feel like she's definitely been a patio cat at yeah. some point. Like, oh, no doubt. Probably in uh, the Egyptian days. Somebody's oh, chased nice. you off their patio. Cleopatra was like stroking yeah. my head, and right. that's why I have an attitude problem now. Yeah, like, Just yeah. hissing at men like, bitches, I don't need this. <laughs> like, you know the fuck I'm I royalty. Am. Don't touch me, clowns. Just... <laughs> But the uh, patio the, cat, the TV <laughs> show uh, Parks and Rec. Are you yeah. familiar with the TV show Parks yeah. and Rec? Uh, was took place in Pawnee, Indiana. So the uh, people making the show they wanted to get like an Indiana beer. Right. So if you look at any scene where they're drinking beer in Parks and Rec, yeah, they are drinking Upland. Really? Yeah. So I feel like Harder Brunch technically is yeah. Is part of the back to bacon. I feel like we're part of the uh, Parks and Rec cinematic right. universe. You go back in there. We're we're in the orbit. We're in the orbit. We're in the orbit. People, you know, you watch Parks and Rec, right? Boom, there you go. And then the other thing I want to do is the uh, Smoking Goose wait, wait. brunch breakdown. Oh, <laughs> Smoking Goose is another one of our sponsors. They do uh, fine meats and charcuterie, located yeah. at four hundred seven Dorman Street. Charcuterie, um, I like that. And they sponsor our brunch breakdown, which today we're talking about the city of brotherly love, yes, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Now everyone knows that Brad Riggler is a huge fan of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, he's been talking about his time as an extra on the wire growing up. <laughs> outside of Baltimore, Bummer. but Bummer, you know, man. Philadelphia city brotherly love. That's a serious town. That's that's a serious town. A lot lot of history there. A lot of, hi- a lot of history. Big culture. Big influence goes about whether you like it or not. It's coming. They got a bell. They got a big bell. They got. Um, it's cracked. They got a bell yeah. with some crack. It's in it. not. Perfe- it's not yet been perfected. Um, this is analogous to our American experience, don't we all agree? <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I mean, you've never lived in Philadelphia. No, but right? I have spent time there you before. Have, yes, been there. I was there during. You know when I. You know I, one of the most influential times I spent in our fair city, brother. 
was uh, during um, Occupy Wall Street. Now, okay. Of course, there's no Wall Street there. I mean, that's yeah. what's weird, but it, it, it happened other places. You were hosing off yes. hippies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you throw rocks at the kid. Everybody has a good time. You know, just go out there and laugh, goof, you know, whatever. Just be kids. Let's <laughs> Tipping over their altars. <laughs> and smashing, <laughs> smashing their patchouli sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing all their fucking... I like the idea of... I like the idea of Brad Riggler at every historical event, but on the wrong side. No, of it. I mean, he was like, "I marched in Selma. I no. was selling that." Oh, oh, oh. Technically, I was to there. Yes, I was there. Sorry, talking about past lives. Riggler easily could have killed Kennedy. Brad's got the spirit of someone in the dormitory or the top of the knoll. We're you want to know I mean, something? You want to see something scary? Do you have your phone or anything like this? Go take a look at. Um, this is true. Look at suspect. Number two for the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh bless! Oh yeah, that Why? picture because it's only a, it's only a photograph. It's mm. not not a photograph. It's only a uh, the pencil drawing, but it looks. I mean, some would say identical to yours truly. Well, like it looks just like me. Like I love that. Got, you know? I love we, we don't that. have those abilities. We're kind of back to a phone in the middle of the table situation here on our. We've come full circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I will look that up. Uh, but please look up. If you're going to look up some, look up. Oh, wait, here we go. You know, here we go. <laughs> is that not me? I'm sorry. But it could that, be. That, I mean, like, it, people see it. So I say, but obviously, you, you know, it, it go You should see. put that as your headshot. <laughs> it, I did. I used that on Facebook for a while. Y'all ready for a mukbang? Yeah, mukbang. No, uh, but see any films first. I mean, this is probably, if you're going to look up something, don't look up the terrorists. So our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Yeah. If you remember one thing, let it be something positive. Too like, late. Uh, like, no, this guy could be suspect number two. First, he's owning strip clubs, and then he's... <laughs> he's like, do you know what this guy's up, up to? Federal buildings. The worst thing is, I'm like, it would be better if I was actually up to something. Like, I like it. I kind of like being this... Because I'm just like, okay, well, at least to it sounds honest, like I'm interesting. To be honest, what a discography, though. <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman's club and... <laughs> And still assassin. found time. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Still, still found the time. Terrorist and. So uh, the very first thing that I made was just a pretzel, which I've never made pretzel before. So I was very excited. That was my first uh, foray into making pretzels. Mm -hmm. Five of five on pretzel shape. Five of five on pretzel taste. Mm. I think there could have only just been a better time for me to consume the pretzel <laughs> yeah. when it was a little bit hotter. Mm. And, you know, potentially even I was picturing it at some point, I was like, if he could achieve this with the consistency of a croissant, uh, like yes. a pretzel croissant, this would be the most flamo yeah. fucking breakfast thing. But yeah. overall, good job, Dyke, for a harder breast. Moment in brunch. <laughs> well, now that she's doing like, ads for us. Yeah. That was my hard nipple moment when I thought I like this enough to eat it because I'm high. But it would really be elevated if it could turn into a different thing. I'm at 27, 23 seconds. But it has, but it has the potential to because I know Dyke has the tools <laughs> and the skill set, and that's only why I'm bringing it up. I'm pretty particular about pretzels. Uh, I like I love a big soft pretzel, mm -hmm. but it has to be like fresh out. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a, a very small window where a pretzel's perfect, and then mm -hmm. it's just like it gets hard as a yeah, rock in ninety terrible. seconds, yeah. dude. Come on, what are we talking about? You, I mean, not you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
heinous. And I was like, hey, I just looked at the tinker call. No, come back to the life. It's not that kind of podcast. Is it? It is. Oh, but I mean, it is. Okay, it's, it's, it's no, we're good, but that's hilarious. I've had a lot of laughs already. No, that's um, what I'm saying. But like, the, so what I think we leave out when we discuss that pretzel, yeah, would be actually the beer cheese that mm. it went there because I feel like the that the cheese really is it's in how it interacts with the pretzel, right? Yeah. Because it's a, it's a you know it's a pretzel. It was well you know it 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 had a shape and it was fine, <laughs> right? But I think what set it off is something I remember. <laughs> Was the, was the beer cheese? Am I right? It was good. Yeah, all the things that weren't the pretzel. Yeah, I mean, that was the best thing yeah. the pretzel. You know, like the wine that was on the table, like the ambiance, the silverware was great. And I'd be like, be like Joe, the first thing I brought you, did you like the rolls? How the rolls? Like, oh God, it's gonna be a long conversation. It's like, the rolls are great. <laughs> I mean, like, Janet has the special. The aioli is killer. No, but you know what I mean. You know, I hear it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's what I'm saying. That that the I do think that you gotta, you can't talk about the pretzels without talking about the uh, the beer the, the beer cheese. The yeah. dipper is for sure pertinent, and it's delicious. If I don't want to say it's all good. It's really good. That's what I remember. You cinnamon sugar dusted it and turned that into a chocolate dipper. Right. You can make a churro like pretzel, mm. right? And if you can achieve those croissant like layers, like I encourage you to do. Yeah. For my own <laughs> right. you really just what this. <laughs> I know what this. Nobody's is. point out the fact that what she just said was basically make something else. Imagine it wasn't a pretzel and it wasn't cheese. That'd be good. For the condiments to sink in. I know what I'm talking about. We should do it like this. Uh, Bacon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, let your guests get really high and then just tell you what they rather would have eaten. No, it was good. First of all, I said five of five, five of five, two times. I don't five of five anything. I wouldn't five of five my parents. Okay, so like, take what I'm giving you. No, I I mean, look, I get, I, most nights, I'd say I eat probably, you know, the closest I get to going out to a, the quality meal would be like, would be this, this chick, uh, chipotle. Mm-hmm. Honestly, God, like that's as good as, that's and, like and my high watermarks. And you this don't doesn't, want to and, find and, eggnog. I'm very deep. And I'm very deep in it. I think you did a great job. I love it all. I'm just trying to give you the sort of feedback as opposed to, it was great, Dyke. And that's how you say the name of that restaurant every time. Yeah. That's, that's your- I kept on searching my head for what am I going to, I'm going to call it Chick-fil-A or whatever. But no, it was like something like with a Q. It's like, no, <laughs> it's Chipotle. And then the, the second one we had, and this one I wasn't too sure about because mm-hmm. this was a, uh, a, a Philly breakfast uh, treat night that um, consisted of uh, pepperoni, yes. scrambled eggs mm-hmm. on a hoagie roll. Mm. Which, and, and, then, and then I re, re-purposed uh, the beer cheese. Yes. Anna, what did you believe? Five of five on sustainability yeah. for not wasting <laughs> the beer cheese. Um, four or five on presentation for what it was. Because yeah. classing that up, that doesn't make me, f- you know, if yeah. you present that too fancy yeah. and that's what's inside yes. of a croissant per se. Yeah. yeah. It's messy. And it doesn't, you know, flavor was there. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's scrambled Sorry, eggs. And pe- watching, it's, it's scrambled eggs and pepperoni. You know, I know like, what it, that's why I'm talking about it like yeah. this. We're not. I'm not going to talk about a bagel bite with finesse. No. Yeah, no. you know. But we're. I, I liked it. Yeah. What I liked about it most was you see this. This is basically I was eating what was in the photograph they sell me on these normally. 
right? So I was tasting the ideal one. So like the bread wasn't, normally the bread is 50%, if not more of the whole sandwich mm. when you actually get it. Yeah. In this case, it was like 20% on the side that really was, you were getting that full packed in there. It was really good. I thought the eggs were, they were runny enough that they still were fun, but they weren't, <laughs> but not so much though that it just spills out all over the place. They were, you know they what were, mean? It was a nice yes, soft scramble. Exactly. It was a nice soft scramble. I'll that, give you that. Right? If you want to talk perfect. technique, I'll talk technique. I just didn't want to talk technique. Right. How about a breakfast sandwich? Right. I wanted more toast on the bread. That's to be That's honest. I'll tell you right now. Though I ate four fifths of that sandwich and I don't touch shit I don't want. I'll no, just eat a good exactly. bite of something expensive and be like, I don't want that. Right. So for me to have even done that shows how high I was yeah. and how much the flavors were on. So like what I'm saying, it has to be. Right. So it's good. Hold on, Zach, you had something you were trying to I don't need to. <laughs> this is this is fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing I do want to say was my bun was definitely burnt. So there was oh, enough so toast on the, it. Oh, you so, had the yeah. one I needed. I got all the right. toast for the table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we did the classic Philly. Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, Everybody got onions on that, did they not? Yeah. Right. I didn't know. I didn't. I feel like there's always someone that's like, I don't know. It's but me. Yeah, it totally ruined it's it, right? me because I ate four fifths of the sandwich before. My body is small and it said, we reject any more yeah. of that kind of a bun. Yeah. So I took all the meat off. And then I scraped the onions off of it because I'm not I'm not enlightened yet. And yes. so I like the flavor of those onions, but I'd prefer not to eat them. So on that particular one, it would have a lower rating for me because I just basically <laughs> ketoed it yeah. and scraped all the living parts away yeah. to eat three strips of carnitas. That's it. <laughs> but I want you to know that I know that if I'd eaten that sandwich and I like that kind of sandwich in real life, I would have it. If I liked it, I so would. I, so, I promise you that. So once again, I would like not it completely for me, but I want you to know that I know there's people that that is for. Yeah, just like patio cat. No. <laughs> I was telling you, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I, can't I thought it was fantastic. Can't. I got to tell you, this is one thing you touched on something earlier though that really kind of drove it home with me and kind of ties it in the beginning, and that is because it was a heavy, heavy meal. With two of these major, like you had one, two punch right there in the middle of serious, not only taste, but portion. Mm -hmm. And so like by starting off with such a heavy bread that is the pretzel, because that is a big, heavy bread. It's like, you know, that that feels like I could have used a little bit more room in my tummy. Mm -hmm. Bread, bread, bread. Yeah, bread, bread, bread. And so like that's the one thing is I don't think that I think it was all good. But when yeah. I if I didn't speak glowingly about the pretzels, because by <laughs> the third course, I was resenting the pretzel. Yeah. I was angry. <laughs> That pretzel keeps growing That's inside what I'm of you. I was like, I, you know, it's taking up space that it shouldn't be taking up, Dyke. I think these are issues you need to take up with the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dessert was a, a local treat, yes. a local bo box treat uh, right. called the Tasty Cake, which is like a, a, a butterscotch topped cake. Yes. Uh, and so I was, I got mocked because I said I would try to elevate it, Zach. I was like, I try to elevate this Tasty Cake. Yes. But putting it on a butterscotch foam. That was good, though. And then, and then brought it out. Because I didn't do it, like... First yeah. of all, he didn't get mocked. I looked at Duncan with side eye. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Which is, for me, the only... You know, just because he said the thing about the foam and he sounded like a douche. <laughs> you know, you're presenting me stuff from a city where it's always sunny in Philadelphia yeah. was shot. You know, talking about patio cats. That's yeah. that whole town. It's just... 
a bunch of feral humans screaming about the eagles. <laughs> yes, that's true. With some cultural museums that are quite beautiful yes. and, you know, American history, but it doesn't change the populace nope. nonetheless. But how was it? Was that the first time you had a tasty For cake? For sure it was. And I that's the first smash. time you've had... Mm-hmm. Wow. And I love butterscotch in general. Yes, me too. Butterscotch is underused. I, I, oh my I, I God. never had there I've never go. had one. I had these specially delivered from Amazon. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, I wondered. I <laughs> thought they're, they're you made them, and I, I was like, this is really, really good. I would want one of these like yeah. all the time. What about the crimple? They're called a crimple? A crimple, yeah. A crimple. I know what they're called. They were my favorite, dude. I love So those. they were already made, or you got the like a mix yeah. to do a crimple here? No, no, no. no, no. no they were, I, I, opened, I opened a bag, and yeah. I put it on the they thing. Two, they come two at a time. You made the phone. I made the phone. Oh, so you, yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. you, I mean, so frankly, frankly <laughs> now knowing that what comes should I from compliment? A, what I'm saying, like, I gave you a gas station treat, and no, so yes. I was trying you can to go like, buy it. At, I was trying yeah. to make it like a little, you know, more hard. Yeah, to you can go right down and buy it at the gas station. Uh, but then there's. I don't think dyke. they have them here, though. They don't. I haven't have, seen have them. You, just, you you get them here. Like, I, no, it's been a while okay. since I I, yeah. I was I was excited I've never, about seeing a crimple. This is the first time I've been excited to see one in quite some time. But there was a time I was also as excited as I was today. It was just quite some time ago. I'm going to ask Jay tonight where I can get the best tasty cake when I do uh, come I, to I Philly. Jay who? I'm sending a Jay box who? for you to give I'm, to Jay. I'm Jay opening who? all weekend for Big Jay Okerson. Oh, okay. We probably maybe we should have mentioned that. There's no need. Time. There's no need. I haven't got any goddamn respect in this town since I was here and left. No one needs to know that I'm doing things that matter. Right. I'm. It's handled. God's got it. Jay's got his own fan base. Oh, yeah. I didn't He's gonna be able to sell a few tickets. I mean, he has been. But I mean, I, by the time I, this comes out, like she'll be gone. Okay. Homies and stalkers yeah. in the audience of you every one of them. Yeah. It's all fine. I will say though, if because of whenever this will come out. I will be back home okay. on October the 18th. Mm-hmm. I'm opening in the main room for Brittany Schmidt. A fucking well, hey, let's drop a beat if we're going to do plugs. How about that? I'm sorry, a, go ahead. A baddie. No, he just brought it in. Yeah, I was like, it. oh, is it okay? Yeah, you have the, you have the plug music now. Okay, so I'm opening for Brittany Schmidt at Helium in Indy on October the 18th. Yeah. Not to, like, put a gun in your hand but no. that is my legitimate 40th birthday so really? if you love me you should come in there and what day of the week is that it's a wednesday Whoa. so it's a wednesday it's a really chill day to come in and bring me you know weed and various other gifts me like it you know, come in and Wednesday see me night? That's a great night. Yes. That's a great night to come and take a killer show. Is it the main room? Main room. Nice. My album drops on Halloween, Asian American Psycho with 800-pound gorilla. <laughs> How about, would somebody advise you against that long of a title? Because no. that's that's like, a, that's like a page. Asian American Psycho? But I thought you didn't say the 800-pound gorilla. Well, that's just the label that it's coming out of. Oh, okay, okay. I, get, I thought it was all one name. Perfectly Brad, fair. I was worried because, like I said, I like th- I just like things to be specific. Brad Riggler, where can people find you and follow you on social media? <laughs> at Brad Riggler, R I G L E R, or at Roast War Champ on any social media or roastwarchamp.com. Also, you- uh, at uh, Naptown Films uh, for the new season out now. Hashtag Zach Rowe. You can find me at Zach underscore Rowe on all social media. Casey Campbell. I have no idea where I'm going to be. You can try to find me through GPS or uh, Danger Brewer on Instagram. 
Hey, you can find me at Dag Michaels across all social media. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Heart of Brunch. We got a huge uh, library of, you know, normally that's where we let it fly, but today we, you got a lot of after brunch <laughs> on the big show. Uh, I want to thank my uh, special co host, Hannah Rushline, for mm. filling in today. And Brad, always a pleasure. Um, love it. Thank you for having me on. I love the show. Love you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.